Welcome, Abby, to the WBBL Review. Thank you. Happy to be here. Uh, what a week. What a week we've had. What a two weeks we've had in the WBBL. Um, how, how are you, uh, Milita, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm well. If I'm smiling, like, lopsided, obviously my face still hasn't healed yet. I've still got stitches in. So if I look a bit odd, smiling, yeah. Well, just don't make me laugh too much okay please or else I'm gonna have to go and ice after <laughs> do you know I forgot about all of that stuff that you've had to deal with in the past couple of weeks as well yeah the Instagram stories I was really worried ah, about yeah well I popped a nerve in my face and I thought I was gonna permanently look like that that's terrifying poor thing <laughs> Abby how are you doing yeah, I'm well. Um, I've had a good week. Life, life's going really good at the moment. So obviously, you've, you, you've well, you've both been involved in in some uh, incidents of this week, but we're going to concentrate on Abby this uh, this week. And we've talked a little bit about last season into this season, and kind of the three x three basketball that you're involved with, um, and obviously your new teammates up in Durham. So we'll start with we'll start with this season because we're, we're here now um i just want to say congratulations on on your first two performances two wins durham was only one win before your arrival what an impact straight away uh, yeah thank you i mean they were definitely um on the come up before christmas they'd started to get together well as a team they'd started finding each other they had jess wade him coming off an injury who obviously needed some time to get better and she's like shining up now l Hendershot's doing a really good job and i'm really starting to finally like click with her and we're getting on the same page um so but yeah it's been really good joining that team really happy so far no doubt the 30 year points helps i mean it was a good confidence booster to start wasn't it really can't lie what was your mindset like during the game? Like, obviously, you're just on point. Like, was you gassed in your head? Was you excited? Or did you kind of still stay composed and just try to seal the game and get the dub? Like, what was your thought process? The first the first game, I was actually probably a lot more composed. Um, I It was one of those where I didn't... I went into the game knowing I wanted to get the win. I wanted to start the season strong. Uh, I'd had a lot of talks with Lee before it, um, just about what was expected, what I wanted to do. My focus the whole time was on like defense. He's obviously given me a full green light. So I didn't, I've not been like hesitant with shots or there's no, as soon as you start shooting without second guessing yourself, shots magically start going in. Um, but it wasn't, I, yeah, I just, I just kept going and kept pushing. My teammates were really supportive. Um, and I, I didn't, like, I thought, I thought I dropped 20. I, I was a bit surprised by the 38, to be completely honest. 20? <laughs> <laughs> 20. <laughs> That's funny. I was very, well, yeah, I just remember the girls at the end turned around, they were like, Abby, you dropped 38 points. I was like, what? Was like, really? They were like, no, yeah, 38. I was like, what? That's mad. No, I was very, very happy about it. Worst part is no fans were in there to see it. Man. Tell me about it. It's a battle with this university. Uh, it's just, there's so many cases at the moment. I, mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know when it's going to change. I hope soon, but yeah. 
we haven't got a match for a while, so hopefully it'll it'll start to start kind of the, the cases come down if if that's a, the reason that they're not letting in. But yeah, fingers crossed it, it uh, sorts itself out soon. No, yeah. definitely. Because even though you guys have small fans, like they make a big impact. I remember when Gloucester played um, Durham, like on the side, because like, the sideline's pretty close as well. You can hear when you're playing everything. I remember shooting foul shots, yeah. And the guys that were there were literally drilling me as well. So, yeah, the fan, they do make a difference. I'm, I'm pretty sure I missed as well. So, <laughs> they make a difference. I think that was just me, wasn't it? <laughs> It's Jacob. <laughs> yeah. It's cool. The the men's team, and since all the teams and all the sports there are like intermi- like intermingled, and they all know each other, they all go and support different sports. So when it is, it's a bunch of like athletes that are there. So they yeah. are pretty loud. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, no, it's really lovely. And I was there last Saturday for for your your return to Newcastle, or very so soon. Um, there was quite a few Durham fans in the crowd that night as well. Um, I don't know if, if you heard them, but uh, there was there was quite a few dotted in, which is encouraging. And then hopefully get them coming to the home games regularly as well. Yeah, I was pleasantly surprised to be honest. I went after the game to talk to a few people, and I was quite surprised with the amount of of, of Durham fans that actually were there. So yeah, hopefully that carries over when we do get people in. Nice. Talk us through that Newcastle game. I mean, that must have been strange. It was it was strange. It came very fast, like that. I didn't actually check the schedule before I moved. And then I was like, oh, that's the second game back. So welcome <laughs> back to the arena. I do love that arena. I was very happy to play it. But it was a very, yeah, it was a very, lots of emotions running high on that game. I mean, that, that could explain the two very early fouls that you got. Yeah, that's just, that was, that was full of it. That was not playing with my head. That was all emotion. That was, I thought, I really thought I screwed it, but I like sort of came back on the bench Lee was like you're all right everything's going to be fine I like refocused the team held it together and it, when I came back I was just like all right be composed be logical just stick, keep your head right and I did yeah talk to us a little bit about like your relationship with Lee because I know I know him personally as well uh great guy so like during that game um did how was he towards you like was he more um, sympathetic because obviously you're returning to Newcastle or does he know you enough to be like come on Abby you need to fix up now get out there and prove to them like <laughs> and like afterwards as well like what was the whole vibe of it right yeah yeah so he I had him at under 15s England um, and I've been in contact with him throughout and since uh, he know he knows me very well he knows that I don't particularly start games off great I never have um, and that I did take a, a few minutes to warm into the game. Um, no, when I came off, he was just very calm. He knew that I was already worked up, yelling at me and telling me to fix up was not going to help anything. He knows that screaming at me doesn't has never helped. Um, so no, he was just very calm. Just stay relaxed. Just focus on you. Uh, do what you do. Like the, those sorts of words. So. Um, and it, it was perfect. And he knew there was, he messaged me before the game. He was like, is everything all right? Are we good? Like, where's your head at? Um, and no, he, he managed it really, really well. That's good. So, so what was your journey into the game like? Because you're sharing a car with Chloe <laughs> was and Marina. So well, we were laughing before the game, but uh, <laughs> well, we live together. I live with Chloe and Marina. They're some of my best mates. Um, I've, 
we were just bannering before the game. What else could you do? They gave me a ride there because I've not got my place in uh, Durham yet. So I'm still living here. And um, obviously we finished practice at 11 on Friday and I wasn't just going to hang around in Durham all day and today to come back. There's no point. So yeah, we, we went there, played some good songs in the car, both got ready <laughs> and then took, a, took I had to go upstairs to the locker room, which was very, very strange. But that was all right. <laughs> you have to walk home. Uh, I went home with some friends, <laughs> other friends. <laughs> Give them time. To... <laughs> I, showed up, I showed up a few hours later, so I'm having a few pints and it was all right. <laughs> and what was it like as well, playing against friends? Because I know for me, it's, it's a nightmare almost because I'm so competitive and I'm a drama, everyone knows I'm a drama comedian as well on the court. So <laughs> when I'm playing against friends, I'm like, I hope they know this isn't personal. Is it the same for you as well? It's exactly the same. Yeah, I'm a bit of a drama queen as well. Can't lie. Um, yeah, no, it's just, it wasn't personal. Like we were talking shit to each other on the court, but it was all, it was all good, good stuff. We all knew that it was just, it was just a game. And at the end of the day, it is just a basketball game and they're your friends and they'll be friends before and they'll be friends after. And it's just, yeah. The way it is, isn't it? Yeah, true. Let's uh, let's rewind a bit. Um, when you were playing on the the same team as these guys, um, so last season, obviously Newcastle made it to the the playoff final, even though Malita thinks it was all luck. I, I disagree. <laughs> I was so jealous. I was so mad because we lost <laughs> when I was with Oakland. We lost again. Uh, what was it by two? Why one? Something like that. Anyway, it was a close game. We barely make playoffs and they're all the way in the finals. <laughs> I, I, I mean, looking back, it, it was a bit, I mean, how, I mean, look might have been a bit on our side. I think the energy was on our side. We, that whole underdog mentality was a big focus. Um, Ali had, well, there, well, there was only, what, seven or eight by the end of the year? So we were all very close by then and we were, we'd were we all gone through quite a bit together that year. I'm sure most teams had because of COVID and all that. So we were, all, we were a very close group. And um, I think it shows that when teams do play together, it doesn't really matter talent levels, who's there, who's not. If everybody like sticks to their role, understands and is genuinely just gives their all for each other, effort can come through in the end, really. Yeah, because even as I'm playing against you guys, your bench was just on it as well and you could tell you guys are just super tight I remember someone going to foul trouble like straight away arm over the shoulder like you're good you're good you've got this you got this even like the battle with the refs as well the refs were really bad that game the the foul count was ridiculous <laughs> I think everyone had like four fouls <laughs> but um yeah it seemed like you guys were super tight on and off the court yeah and for me personally like it, it's really important for me to get along with my teammates it really helps when everything like is smooth flow no you don't need to be best friends with everyone by any means but just when everyone's on the same page and everyone knows how to talk to each other and we all know how to communicate that that's huge for me yeah so from from side like the sidelines looking on from last season, you kind of grew in confidence all the way through last season and and you played like more a kind of pivotal role in that team alongside Alison towards the, in that playoff run. Um, kind of talk us through your mentality through that season. Did, did you feel like that? Did you feel like you were growing in confidence throughout? Definitely. I mean, the year before I stopped playing completely, 
Um, I, I wasn't even sure whether I wanted to get back into basketball when I got back. There was just a lot of things going on and I wasn't sure what I wanted to do because of COVID wise. And I didn't know what I wanted to do. I had a job in America, uh, but I didn't know what I wanted to do coming back. Um, so obviously speaking to different coaches and things, they were saying, well, why don't you, while you're figuring it out, come back, do a master's. The league's still going so that can get funded. Um, and while you're doing that, and then sort of figure it out from there so I came back in and I chose Newcastle because it was a very laid back the way it was explained to me was it was very laid back they only practice twice a week um it's nothing like too intense and that's I, I was very nervous about coming back into like a five training sessions uh, like individuals like weights all the time after nothing I thought it would be a big jump because uh, I was considering Nottingham but they train a lot more and they they work a lot harder and I really like Kenrick but I just said to him, I don't think I want to commit to that right now. So that's why I did choose Newcastle. And then as time went, I started like enjoying playing and enjoying the group. And I had Ali there, who's just an amazing role model. Rachel's there, who's a really good role model as well. Um, so I think being around those people, and I actually got hungry for more practices and I wanted to work out more and I wanted to go to the gym more. And it kind of like the, the competitive... Ugh. The competitiveness and the competitiveness of the game sort of came back to me and it um and in, yeah and if anything I was there wasn't space for that and there wasn't there wasn't room for that so it was it yeah it grew throughout the season and then obviously a lot of girl a few girls left we lost a few girls at the beginning of the year and um there was it, I didn't really have a choice it was step up or nothing's or, or we just don't have players so uh, it was partly confidence grew, partly kind of getting thrown in, but I think it was sort of a good thing, really, overall. So, obviously, the end of that season, you knew you were going back to Newcastle kind of the season after. Um, talk us through your summer, though. It was obviously a little bit different. Talk us through what you did in that summer. Yeah, I mean, that summer was complete 360 turnaround. I'd originally planned, I'd got some friends out um, in LA who were running uh, basketball camps for girls and they asked me if I could come and I really wanted to, I really wanted to work them and do it. And they'd got me, obviously you can't work uh, without a visa, but they'd got me into like a volunteer job and I'd, I'd somehow managed to read and convince myself that I would, even though the borders were closed, that I would be able to get into America <laughs> on this volunteer pass. And my mates were like, you'll never be able to. And I'm like, I get into countries all the time when you can't do it. I did it at Christmas. I'll be fine. I'll bluff my way through. Yeah, that didn't happen. I got rejected there and then at the airport and that was not really. But, you know, oh well. Um, and I sort of got a message from Steph, like literally the week, like the next day or a few weeks later. It, it, it was really soon. It was really quick. And she was like, look, these camps are coming up for 3x3. Um, do you want to be there? And I was like, well, my plans have been scrapped. So yes, definitely. Why would I not want to go to that? And then as soon as I got to camp and like, I'd never played 3x3 before, obviously. Um, I just, I really liked the concept of it. I really enjoyed the game style, uh, everything about it was so fun. And it was, it was, I didn't expect to be training and working that hard that summer, but I just loved every second of it. So it just went really, really well. For well, people that don't know too much about um, free and free basketball, could you just kind of sum up like the difference between free and free and five on five in your opinion? Yeah. Um, obviously it's a much shorter game, less people. Uh, so it's a lot, it's a lot quicker, it's a lot faster. Um, they're fun games to watch, and it's a fun environment to be in, just because of how quick it is. 
people are in, people can stay engaged for 10 minutes like very engaged for 10 minutes like the crowd can the, the court like the players can it's it's all it's just a massive burst of energy it's all go and then it stops and that sort of matches my character so i uh yeah it's it's a lot more it's a lot more aggressive i'd say the foul counts are a lot lower uh, it's a lot of a faster game. The shot clock's obviously 12 seconds. Um, the, uh, yeah. <laughs> Basically, you have to be super fit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. I thought I was in shape, but I wasn't. I was not. <laughs> that legit, I feel like it exposes everyone. Like, uh, defensively, imagine, like... It's horrendous. It, there's like, not I've really any thought, help. Yeah, it's like one-on-one. Yeah, I genuinely thought I was in shape. And I pre I was, but then you meet the French team, you meet the Spanish team, and you're like, oh wow, okay, no, these girls. It's a different type of fitness. It really is. Mm-hmm. So you plan on more three x three in the future? I do hope so. I'll definitely be taking part in ball out this summer because that was an absolute treat. Um, obviously, I hope I'm going to go to the tryout camps for Commonwealth Games. Fingers crossed. Uh, there's, I mean, there's a lot of good players there, a lot of experienced players there, but I'm just happy to be a part of the process, really. So then, after obviously you will win summer, plan to go to America, not happening, then getting the call from Steph, obviously back back to Newcastle for the start of uh, this current season that we're in now. Um, talk about how you're feeling kind of at the, at the start of a pre-season. I mean, I felt really good going in. We got the, the recruits I saw were good. I thought we had a like strong talent group. I think everyone did. Um, I thought we were coming off um, we were coming off a high from last season. So I thought that it was sort of going to pick up from there and move forward. Um, but it, that's not quite what happened, really. We didn't um, see. Was... To... Sorry. No, go on, finish. Forgot what I was going to say. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I was going to say, what was it like without Gorel um, there and then the addition of um, the other players? Because I know, like, she, if you could, like, just quickly explain, like, exactly what she does, like, off the court, because I don't think a lot of people actually know. Um, and obviously having that as a teammate, that must have been very incredible. Yeah. yeah. So Ali Gorel is a sports um, psychologist off the court. And an amazing one at that. She definitely, I, I, I mean, she didn't necessarily do sessions with me directly, but I would recommend anyone who needed them, or even if they didn't think they need them, you probably do. Um, the the way she was off the court and on the court, she's just a leader. She's like a, a she's just it's it's just the way she is. She leads by example all the time. She's always positive. She's a great person to talk to about anything. I became really good friends with her by the end of the season. Um, and yeah, she was, she's just, she, she was just incredible. She was there for me all the way. There was some ups and downs last year and she, she's just a really good role model and a really good person to speak to, especially about mental health. So you missed her quite a bit at the start of the season. So much, so, so much. She keeps everyone level-headed. She can keep coaches level-headed. She can keep uh, players level-headed. She can even keep the staff there level-headed. Like, she's she's just incredible. <laughs> so, obviously, you, you talk about kind of the, the momentum from the season before didn't really materialise very up-and-down performances in the first kind of few weeks of the season. There was the, the loss against Auckland at home. Um, 
but then wins the 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 cup cup wins to start with. I think 20, 20 point wins against Caledonia and against Durham. Um, when when did you kind of start feeling? Um, um, because I know minutes has been mentioned a lot from the 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 release from the club. When did you start feeling like I'm I'm not getting the minutes I need here, or when did that those feelings start coming in? I can't I can't necessarily pinpoint it. There was the last three four games that I played, like my minutes dropped dramatically, and um, I tried to have some conversations to understand why, and I never really got any answers. Um, the style of play we went for was quite similar to last. Year. Was said to supposed to be quite similar to last year's, but the way the team hadn't gelled yet, and we hadn't been, we've, I don't, we we all got along. There was no no one didn't get along, but the team dynamic itself and the way that we interacted and on court was just not there. Like the communication just didn't seem to, it never seemed to click. Um, there was. A lot of good, like a lot of the team are there for different reasons. Some come back from America and just want to get a masters. Some wanted to start playing. Some want to go pro. Some wanted to like I. I personally wanted to train more and get more out of the club, and I wanted to do more individuals and work out, and that was just not available. Um, so it it just wasn't what I was hoping for. And maybe that's my fault because last year it wasn't like that. So why would it have changed this year? Um, but in my head, just I thought after the playoffs run last year that we'd be striving to do more and again better this year. Um, but Which makes it, sense. That completely makes sense. Like you went all the way. So why not next season strive to get it done and get the ultimate win? So, yeah, I don't blame you for thinking that maybe things would start to come up and especially I hate I always hate to kind of bring the men's side into it but just looking at how well the men the men's team do as well like is it the same with them do they have like um daily practices because I know you guys have your own facility as well so um for me right now just basing off everything you've said it's like how comes is it just because of the commitment of everyone else because everyone's in different positions not wanting to necessarily play too much or like do you think maybe that's the reason why it couldn't progress so the club is the the club the way that they operate is uh full community based they want it to be run and self-sufficient they don't really want to get uh investors in and things like that oh, obviously okay. the men's team has uh like sells out it's an the, the bbl and the games are really really fun to be at it's it's a great crowd the newcastle fans are really loyal uh it's rare that they don't sell out the arena on a men's night um nice. but and they are the the club is taking the direction to try and push the WBBL and bring them along with them. But I, it's a funding issue at the end of the day. Um, so yeah, the men are like the men are paid. They're all pros. They're all, they practice every day. That's their full-time job. Whereas the majority of the girls on the WBBL team are pulled in from scholarships tied in with Northumbria and Newcastle. Mm. Um, so they're student athletes. They're not, okay. they're not professional athletes. So that's where the big difference comes in. And they've got a few, they've got the budget for like one or two Americans, but obviously Courtney hurting herself in the beginning wasn't helpful either. Yeah. Yeah, we haven't done well with injuries over the past couple of years, have we? <laughs> um, 
So when was it the Christmas break? Kind of was that when you as you said the last three or four games, minutes yeah. were really really kind of restricted. Did you make that decision that you were going to look for something else in the Christmas break? Um, so it was the first two. It was the first. It was the last two games before Christmas. I I think. I, I hardly there was the London game that I hardly got put on and that really confused me because I thought I came on and actually started the game quite well um so I was confused as to why I, I just I was very confused as to why I didn't play that game uh the ones before I had my minutes were going down and down and then the two games before that uh, the two games before the Christmas break um I can't remember something happened the game before and then we were playing Sheffield and I got food poisoning and I just felt some sort of relief to not be playing. And I was like, this isn't the, that's not the feeling that you should be getting before a game. You should be hyped and want to be going. Like, I was relieved to not be going. And I was like, okay. And I spoke to some coaches across the league and spoke to some of my friends like that play as well. And they were like, if you're not happy and this isn't going well. And my master's wasn't going well at the time either. I failed last year because um, online courses just not for me. And I'd resat this year and I still wasn't interested um so I was like all right something needs to change so I sort of yeah I told them that I wouldn't be joining back and then over Christmas I um I was looking at options and I reached out to Lee okay uh, just tell us uh, what you were studying as well I was studying creative and cultural marketing no creative and cultural industry management which to this day I actually can't tell you what it is uh, <laughs> well you could barely pronounce it <laughs> Barely got it out there. <laughs> that was a mouthful. Literally, it was no, it was. I want. I wanted to get into event management. That was, that was my goal. I don't necessarily believe that you need a master's to get into event management. Um, it was very. It was very PC. It was very. It was just a bit too much for me. It was. I, th I thought it was quite a bit fluffy. It was a lot of. It was more towards the artist side. And like musicians and artists and people that were wanted to work in galleries and things like that than I'd expected. Uh, I was hoping for more genuine like marketing, how to get funding, how to get finance, like a more businessy course. Um, and it it just wasn't that. So I think that's where I messed up really. But yeah. Okay. And are you studying now? No. Okay. Well, I mean, I knew the answer, but for everyone else. <laughs> um, we I'm, done with I'm done with school. I can't write another, dis I can't write a dissertation. It's just too much. Shout out to everyone that can. Good on them. Yeah, I, no, I refuse that. to go back. I don't think I could. No, just, just maybe down the, down, like, down the line a little bit, but I just, I, in the near future, I just, I wanted to start working. I wanted to start getting some experience under my belt. Um, and when I spoke to Lee, he was like, so what, what's your five-year plan? Like, what, what are you looking to do? What are you trying to get into? And I sort of looked at him and I was very lost at Christmas because I wasn't really expecting to drop out. And I, I don't normally leave a situation without having a backup plan, but I just wanted out. And he was like, well, here's a suggestion. We've got a social media marketing, um, marketing officer quitting uh, in January. She's going to be leaving and moving into a different role in the university. You seem to quite like social media. What do you think about that? <laughs> my face just lit up and I was like, why have I not thought about this before? Like, it's just, and he sent me the job role and everything about it sounded fantastic. And I just started this week and my first campaign is about International Women's Day. And I've just, ideas flowing like left and right. I just, everything that 
I've started within the job. It's nothing that I'd want to, there's nothing in the job description that I'd get home, have dinner and not want to keep working on, even if my hours were done. And that's the kind of job you want to be in, isn't it really? Right. That's good. And you've got to tell us about your, your TikTok now as well. <laughs> my one but, TikTok you know, went viral. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I've heard it so many times I can't stand the sound of my own voice anymore. Uh, it's but no, basketball. that was hilarious. <laughs> you you've got you've got to tell you've got to give us your oh my god I feel like some old person now what do you call it what? like your app and so people can can see it promote yourself basically I don't know what it is you know I think it's let me find it oh, we, we try every week to point at the the YouTube uh, subscribers yeah oh we are so very horrible hello um hello, where is it <laughs> it's abilo underscore x Cool. Yes, you heard it here first. Go and follow, <laughs> subscribe. <laughs> love it. Absolutely love it. Well, I mean, what a whirlwind couple of weeks for you then. What a what a what a change. Um, and as you say, maybe it's been feeling a bit lost at Christmas time, but then kind of finding finding something that you're passionate about and and I guess back to enjoying playing basketball again. Was it 63 points in two games? Well, and you put it like that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think of it like that. Wow, oh my gosh. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah, no, it's good. I feel, I mean, I feel like in a, an environment, I feel in a, I feel like I'm in a really good place. I've, the environment I'm in is so important to me. The people that are around me are really important to me and, just everything I just feel a bit lighter and life just seems to be going the right way at the moment so I feel good well after all the drama from from both of you I think both of you obviously thought the WBBL is not being talked about enough let's just let's just stir things up a bit but after all the drama let's have a nice little just some nice relaxed questions about about you and so let's just talk about your favorite Netflix series at the minute Emily in Paris oh, I've never, no, never seen it it's amazing I grew up in France as well so they've actually done such a good representation of like the English to France community because me and my sister yeah. watched it together um this like Fringlish things and they say things sometimes and we're just like they've nailed that they've yeah. absolutely hit the nail on the head with it I think yeah. what is it French people don't work on weekends and past five that could have yeah. been yeah. I yeah when I uh, I played in France my first professional career and I noticed that as well and it was just like oh whoa then legit don't talk about work after working hours don't don't leave, leave it it's about having fun now the cigarettes yeah, <laughs> on <pressing> point percent. <laughs> yeah no they nailed it yeah. I, i've just watched uh stay close or just started watching oh, stay close. yeah that pretty good yeah wow. that the ending is mad yeah Spoiler alert. yeah <laughs> oh I, I guess i should shout myself out so yeah, I don't think you know, Mark, but I, I started a... <laughs> I started <laughs> I have uh, created a, a Netflix page on Instagram. So it's at Netflix underscore review for you. Four spell as in F-O-R, not the number four. Um, and yeah, because I was... Hey! This is why I like you. 
<laughs> so um yeah I was just thinking like the only thing I kind of do when I'm with a team is watch Netflix and I love to talk about the series as well with people so I just thought I may as well create it on Insta so um everyone can chip in their own opinions and stuff like that onto the page so I always like in the captions have questions so people can kind of just answer that and yeah just because it's I great yeah. We've already had our Emily in Paris debate over yeah. here. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and I do sign-ups as well of um, of um, the shows too. So like if someone doesn't know what to watch, yeah, go on my page, have a look to see, oh, is this my type of movie or show? Yeah. There you go. There you go, something else. Follow from... it. Follow, follow, follow. Hello, follow and comment. <laughs> Okay, next next one. I think I've asked you this before, but I can't actually remember the uh, answer. But, uh, what, what's your favourite Disney film? Um, people are going to hate me for this, but I'm not huge on Disney. Uh, probably one of the newer ones. Or not. Um, not even bothered. <laughs> nah. <Disney. laughs> is Nemo Disney? It is, yeah. 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 Nemo. yeah. I like Nemo. <laughs> I've never heard anyone so, especially you, Abby. Like you always got a smile on your face. You mentioned Disney, like now it's rubbish. Yeah, like I, I was, I wasn't expecting that. I can't lie. I just, yeah, no, I just, I don't, I can't get into them. Do Do you watch any like? Obviously, we talk about Netflix series and stuff. Like, do you watch many films? I watch a lot of murder documentaries. <laughs> I'm that girl. <laughs> and, um... <laughs> <laughs> and um I lo- I do I do watch quite a few Netflix shows. I'm mostly like series and stuff, but um like when Squid Game came out, I was really into that. But the problem is once I get into a show, I've got I, I've got zero self-control. So I'll watch it from start to finish until I can't until I've not slept for three days. So I try <laughs> and like hold back until I've got a weekend off or something. Yeah, that's me. That's me. <laughs> it's the best way to watch series, is I think watch them in one go. Yeah. I don't want to wait and find out what happens. Tell me now. Yeah. Are are you are you both Afterlife fans or or not? I love Afterlife. I think it's hilarious. Really? Oh, I think that's brilliant. I think the humour is just it's right on my alley. I think it's great. All right. Since you said that, I might I'll give it a go again because I was kind of on my phone. I wasn't paying much attention, and then I was watching. I think it was Loose Women. And they they kind of went into it talking about what it's actually about and like mental health and grievement as well. And I didn't I didn't know that. I just thought it was some random crap show at the time. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, I could see I could see how that comes across. He's I mean, I love the guy. I think he's brilliant anyway. I think Ricky Gervais is just gold. But um, yeah, I when you actually there is a storyline behind it and it, it does really support mental health and the reality of what grieving is actually like and especially I think he's represented like the British culture quite well and that we all suppress our feelings we all we're not really told to speak up especially men in England it's just like oh it's fine I'll have a pint like are you fine are you okay do you need to talk to someone so yeah no Okay, I'll give it a go then. I'll try again. <laughs> That'll be the next one on your Netflix uh, Netflix Instagram yeah. page. <laughs> uh, what's your favourite kind of memory of, of basketball? It can be from when you were younger, when you've been playing. What's your favourite memory? The new one that's come up has got to be Israel this summer. 
it's um, just, I've never played on a beach before. So that was a start. Um, it, that was, it was just a really, it was a new experience. It was a very fun experience. Uh, the players, the way it was, because it was COVID, but we were all trapped in a hotel together. The people that I met were incredible. Like so many people, there was people that, well, oh, this now I'm confusing it with the Paris one, but just the, the community that I met in there was just amazing. It was people that just come from the Olympics and the conversations that I had over that period were just really inspiring actually. And just really, it was all, it was all good fun. And fingers, as I say, fingers crossed that there's many more to come. Yeah. Well, Abby, I, I really appreciate you coming on. Obviously, I, I, I kind of guaranteed your phone hasn't stopped buzzing over the past few weeks, and but I uh, appreciate you coming on, explaining a little bit what's kind of your your thoughts and feelings over the past couple of weeks. Uh, it's been fascinating to hear kind of your thoughts, and uh, good luck for the rest of the season. Yeah. Thank you so much. It's been really lovely chatting with you both. Yeah, I enjoyed it today. It was fun. Yeah, definitely. Bye. Bye, follow WBBR review. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>